0: Attention, the National Weather Service has issued a hurricane warning for the entirety of the National Hockey League. Please stay tuned for further information from the Storm Cellar.
1: Welcome back to the Storm Cellar Playoff Edition. Ray, it it is very, very unusual for me to say that I am happy there is no hockey today. However, I'm happy (laughs) there is no hockey today. Canes win Game 6 huge ot shot by stats that just it was that's his third playoff ot winner i mean i mean we we expected more from him when they brought him in i think and it just wasn't there and i thought jesse might be this year's like nick Wallin, this year's max domi maybe yeah. is gonna be that guy so uh how are things You're you have a hurricanes leafs household i have to imagine things are as good in your household as they've been in a decade. In as like, far in, in
2: 19 as years, yeah, exactly. There was uh, there were times in the dark days where this was a household where playoff hockey was just non-existent. Uh, now that uh, the Leafs were able, I don't know if I can accurately describe the joy that my wife experienced yesterday when that puck went in off of radish Uh, i'll do my best um she screamed out in joy and over and over and over again she would say 19 years i've waited 19 years for this and i tried to explain this to you off of off you know off air it was as though imagine if you will Watching physically a humongous gorilla evaporate from on top of the shoulders of your wife. That is how you describe it. Pure, unadulterated joy. And I couldn't have been happier for her. And its I got to tell you, I kind of want to see them... Move on, and I would be willing to cheer for her to fa- uh, to to have the Leafs win again against whomever. But I warned her. If we end up meeting in the Eastern Conference Final,
1: all bets are off. I wanted to go just like the last time they met in the Eastern Conference Final. As a
2: matter of fact, that would be fantastic. Yes, thank you, Marty I, Jelena. Oh my God,
1: Jelena, that goal! I loved and- it. If you're an Islander fan, you got kicked when you're down twice. So first the Canes beat you mm-hmm. and then John Tavares, oh. Mr. Islander for, you know, for, for the last like decade, who's, who's now public enemy number one on the aisle scores the OT winner to send the Leafs on for the first time in 19 years. If you're an that, Islander fan, you're, just you're having miserable. a bad week. A really, yeah. really bad week. Do you remember
2: how many Tavares jerseys were burned? Like literally burned. <laughs> yeah. It was like there hundreds, hundreds of jerseys burned, and and just the the uh, it, it was unbelievable how the the rage that they have on that man. He, I think he's still. I don't think it is quenched at all. I think it's he still
1: and will forever be public enemy number one, won't he? if it, I think if even if it was calming down and, and I think it probably has some, right? Yeah, I got to think that that's kind of a, a twist of the knife. Oh, you know? sure. And, and give the Islanders fans credit, you know they're they're kind of the also rans of the New York area behind the Devils and the Rangers. Mm-hmm. you know that always happens with New York teams since there's so many teams in the area. right. They're passionate. I mean, if nothing else. I don't know how well they know hockey sometimes, looking at the number of boos for the calls and, and things that went on in the series, but that's every fan base. I mean, that's, you know, but.
2: And I got to tell you, as far as the Islanders go, and we'll get to this in the series, but just anecdotally, there was a part of me as excited and happy and loud and cheering and screaming as I was. I was screaming and jumping up and down and watching the screen. And I was seeing the faces of the Islander fans when it was over, and there was a pang of Raymond. Maybe you're enjoying this a little too much, you know? Like a little, little. See, yeah. Well, yeah. the Schadenfreude is reserved for the team that shall not be named. That yeah. is legit Schadenfreude. I just I saw them, and they were just. It was that thousand-yard stare. Yeah, that's what that's what was there. You could see the thousand-yard stare at a lot of people and frowns, and it was it was tough. But that's the that's the playoffs, right? The that's ultimate the highs yep. and the
1: ultimate lows. Like that's really where it's at, you know. Well, well, let's let's dive into the series. Um, so let's and we'll we'll revisit our predictions as we go through around the league, right? Sure. So for for this one, we both had Canes in six. Boom mm-hmm. on the money. You know, that first loss, I think a lot of people took poorly in Carolina. And one of the things I always tell people is you can't win in six if you don't lose two or you can't win in seven if you don't lose three. Yeah, exactly. You were going to sweep the Islanders. They're they're a good team that you should beat. Like they they have some serious deficits that Carolina with a healthy roster should have taken care of easily. Right. We don't. And you beat them without your top three forwards. I've said it many times. Mackenzie McEachern is brought up to replace Jack Drury, who gets hurt. Yeah. Our $750,000 AHL man puts up one goal and one assist in six games, the same as next year's $8.5 million Bo Horvat. See, now part
2: of me thinks that you're taking a, a friendly jab at me there because I was <laughs> the one here who wanted Bo, Horvat desperately amongst the Canes. Uh, but you make a, a valid point, uh, Mackenzie McEachran, the big Mac, he kind of came in, in a very, uh, the, it, it's the way in which he scored his points and right. how he assisted the team because he was put in an unusual situation where they flew him into Raleigh and he was like, okay, well, will get ready. Is that like, nah, son? Yeah. You, you can't, there's no getting settled around here. We need you, uh, at UBS stat. And he went in there threw on the Jersey and what well, just brought, just
1: brought his game with him, it's and amazing. saw big results. For a guy who I, I think this was his first time up with Carolina, he, he's he's an AHL veteran. He's been up and down in the league, so that he's mm-hmm. not like a young kid. But this is his first time up with the Hurricanes, and he's getting top-line minutes. Deserved, yeah. Deserved top-line minutes. Accurate. And, That's a very accurate statement. I, I was with you on Bo Horvat. I think Bo Horvat in Carolina, maybe you see a lot more production out of him just because of the style of play, right, and the opportunities that would be afforded to him. The only problem I have with Bo Horvat is eight years at eight and a half million for a guy who's having a, you know, a a career year is dangerous. You know what I mean? So long, like short term, I was all in. I'm like, if we can get Bo Horvat and send him to something reasonable, I'm in New York, you know, they had the better first round pick apparently is what the deciding factor was, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of joked about, Hey, you know, if they, if they beat us, our pick would have been the better pick, but I what do you, yeah exactly you know I I a little of me is hyping on that a, a little bit because you know there was a Twitter user I was blogger who was you know bashing like he's like you know if if Stefan Nosen is your power play guy you're in trouble well Stefan Stefan who has, has it, four points he had twice as many points as your eight and a half million dollar man sorry
2: yeah and there's a lot of people that are really like where the hell were you Horvat. Where were you, Bo, when we needed you?
1: Bo doesn't know all sorts of things. Like <laughs> it was just crazy, right? We said it was crazy to trade for him because we said, you don't even know if you're going to make the playoffs. And if you do, you're going to squeak in. Yeah. So it's clearly, it clearly was more of a long term project. I, I, I still like the fish sticks. Like I like, the, I like the retro uniforms. Um, there's a couple of cool, um, people out there that are podcasters and bloggers for the aisle so i i still over i'll wish them well give me a couple of days to to, to get this the, the series out of my system yeah Long term i'm worried about that contract for them
2: yeah it, it could be it could be tough to be sure when we when we won the series let me just say that uh there were certain players on that team that I just want it was like in your face I'm looking at you Martin I'm looking at you Clutterbuck with that knee to uh KK in in game five uh I'm looking at like a lot of players who really their sole purpose in the game was you know, if Sebastian Ajo's in front of you and he's wearing an opposing, opposing Jersey, <laughs> right? Yeah. You cross check okay. him in the kidneys, you cross check him in the back, you take pod shots, you hack him, you slash him, you make his life miserable. And that was the style of play. So I didn't feel bad for them. Whom mm-hmm. I felt bad for. And sadly, I get a feeling that the final goal he allowed will be the overarching image of his performance and Ilyas Roken, who I tip my cap to. He was sensational, even with our, like, this this could have been a sweep and would have been a sweep without him. He was just that good. It was, it, it was, the Islanders are a good team with an amazing goaltender. That's really how I saw them. And to have Stastny score that goal the way he did in light of all of the other 10 bell saves that he made so many times, you feel bad for the guy because i you don't you don't even want to call that goal soft it's just a fluke
1: just one of those we were it fighting. was
2: a fluke goal and i i hope that those that are watching understand and are smart enough to know that you do not put the loss of the series on him some people will say that's a terrible goal he never should have allowed, and therefore it's his fault.
1: And wrong. That is just do, you cannot. Uh sure. In my in my opinion. Yeah. Their power play was 5%, five percent, five point six percent. You can't Sorokin can Sorokin did his job. Yeah. You you didn't score enough goals. It's the same thing that we complain about with our team. Like the teams are in that way somewhat similar, defensive-minded, not necessarily a lot of scoring. Goaltending's yeah. been better than average, but not necessarily exceptional, although their goaltending and Ranta, I mean, have been really solid this year. Mm-hmm. But had the Hurricanes had a 5.6% power play, yeah, that, that's probably, you know, the aisle series to win, right? Yeah. So if if you're, you know, you you got to score goals in this league. I well, mean, defense and... is great, but, you know, if you can't score three, you're probably losing. Our and power ha- play went 20%. Uh, that's better it's than it had been all year. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll take it. They, they yeah. scored power play goals. I couldn't believe
2: it. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that nuts? And, and some of, some of us here in the storm Cellar even called it and not only called power play goals, mm-hmm. but called the right player to yeah. make the power play goals. So I'll break my arm, patting myself on the back,
1: and 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 for shout that out to one. to Colin from uh, Home Ice Advantage for for doing the the opposite, right? The you know he was no power play goals, and Aho's going to do nothing and and set it up perfectly. Yeah, you know, from 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 his ears to uh, from his mouth to their ears. Yeah, the opposite of what Colin said, which which works too, right? You have like, it, that the opposite always works. kind of effect. Yeah, um, for sure.
2: I'll 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 say this too. Uh, I'll tip the cap to Carolina's uh, penalty kill over 90%. You cannot ask for more. 94, four, man. That That is is
1: amazing.
2: That is so, so good. And they, they just, they, they did it right. They, I can't, tell you how many times I saw a winning face-off draw on the penalty kill that immediately led to the puck going down the ice. That's 30 seconds gone. 25 seconds, actually. Probably closer to 25 evaporated Mm -hmm. by winning the draw, winning the battle, getting the puck and firing it down and making them start. And then they just made it next to impossible to cross the blue line and set up shop. I mean, that was... It was a masterwork class, you know, of how to, how to do it. So fantastic. Great. It feels great to, to be a Canes fan. Lots of great things going despite the odds stacked against us. And in your face, everyone (laughs) who was picking against the Canes, the number two team in the
1: league. Yeah. I, I get with the injuries, not thinking maybe they're the team, but for the for the TBS TNT crew, the Islanders are not into you dudes. Stop talking about them. You know, uh, on, on, uh, on a positive front though, because those guys drove me mad. Um, Freddie Anderson, a lot of people are very upset. Freddie Anderson starts um, starts game six. Game six, yeah. Was, I think zero twelve lifetime in potential series clinching games yeah gets that monkey off his back right yeah he's phenomenal the first goal that goes in it you know uh, partially deflected right it it should not have been on him anyway right yes it was a defensive breakdown yeah at first i didn't realize it was deflected i'm like okay that's i wouldn't call it soft but it's not the the toughest goal to stop but he should have never been put in the situation but then freddie and a lot of people have commented on this Freddie look engaged in a way that he hasn't looked in a long time. Yeah. And amazing. Flip side, Ronta rips his pants, which made it onto Dangles Dangets, which is (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) It was hilarious, wasn't it? And Ronta's like, oh, yeah, like, no, we're like, we're sewing those pants up. Those pants are going through the playoffs. So Archie. Absolutely. 100% reminded me of Archie. You don't mess with the streak. No. And then, and speaking of stitching things up, poor Sebastian Ajo. Oh his my mouth. gosh! There, there are, <laughs> there are Kaniacs far and wide, upset about his his beautiful elfish face is now uh, going to uh, be marred with with some hockey scars. But uh, so the no, toughness. two things the the toughness, right? He he gets stitched up. He's back on the ice four minutes, four minutes. He misses, I think, one shift, maybe,
2: like. and
1: he is now your all time playoff points leader for the Carolina Hurricanes, which we didn't mention last week, but I wanted to do it this week. Surpasses Eric Stahl 20 points in the playoffs as of when he broke the record. I think he's at 21 now. So, fantastic effort from him. He needed to come up in the series, and he came up when he was needed. Pundits, professional
0: analysts, former NHL players, will you please now admit
2: Sebastian Aho is a star, is a superstar. The effort that he put in, the timely goals, the, again, the grit that you show. Imagine, I just want everyone listening, imagine getting a puck in the face at a relatively high velocity bleeding smashing up your face maybe breaking up your um, breaking a chiclet or two we don't know exactly what it did to the teeth or whatever what are you going to do are you going to be able to say skate off the ice go into the back and tell the medic, sew me up, do it fast, I've got a shift to, I've got a game to play. Or would you say, nah, man, this is I need to just process this and whatever, blah blah blah. I mean, not only did
1: he come back, he scored a goal. Yeah, he, he didn't slow him down in a bit. Enough. That was spicy Ajo after that.
2: Aho. Aho is legit. And it's time he get the respect he deserves.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, well, in, it's not all I'm going to gonna say. Question, because... Having taken the shot and barely to the face. Oh my Lord. And, and we were wearing cages. So it's not like it actually hit my face. It just smacked me in the cage. I mean, it's probably what? 40 miles an hour. It's not right. 89. Yeah. I, I, I cried a little bit. <laughs> it rattles <laughs> you, Doesn't it? Right. Like yeah, you, it's, it's, it's unexpected. So there's the surprise part. Cause you, even though, you know, on one level it's going to happen when it it comes up and it's loud and it kind of echoes and your face you know the cage is smashed into your nose it's not the best feeling no
2: no not at all so Uh, like just a fantastic performance although it does bring up a question and i don't know if we were meant to talk about this now or later but i'll throw it out here now
1: Who starts between the pipes for the Canes in the second round? Auntie Ranta. Yeah? I'm not hesitating. Auntie Ranta took you through that series. Freddie, and I'm not saying that it may not switch to Freddie, mm-hmm. but Ranta absolutely played lights out for you, I think, in general. I think he deserves the opportunity to keep going. Right. And, with, and the thing with Ranta, and the reason I think they started Freddie is Ranta has an injury history like Freddie. Yeah. And the more consecutive games he has, the more he tends to get injured. So I don't think I don't think it was like, okay, Freddie's ready, he's the guy. I think it was it's on the road. We give it to Freddie. If for some reason we win, great. If for some reason we lose, Ronta's rested for game seven at home in our barn. Yeah. I think they go right back to Ronta. That's I have nothing to base it on other than what I would do if I was Rod Brindamore, which yeah doesn't mean anything. Cause I would like change the power play and stuff too, but <laughs> yeah, uh, of course.
2: And, and here, here we go. Something that we don't necessarily agree on. I think I might start Freddie, not as a statement to Ronta and what he did, because I'm happy with, I'm happy with Ronta and his performance. He was great. Nothing wrong. So even if it, when they start him, fantastic. I'm selecting Freddie, in so much as now he had he has something to prove. This he remember last season the Vesna Trophy candidate should have been a Vesna Trophy candidate yep. and was denied. He was getting fired up to take. The team into the playoffs. And now that he had the chance and the performance that he put in against the Islanders, despite that one goal, which wasn't on him, it was a terrible line change, he's got something to prove. And he's got Uber talent. He would be ready to take on the next team, whoever, whoever that is. And I would be
1: okay to have him start game one. I'd be okay with the two. To be fair, Ronta had a, a 9.06. <laughs> I should remember to do that. There I you go. Uh, Ronta gets you through with a 9.06 save percentage. Jeez, that was great. Nothing wrong with that. No. Reddy puts up a 9.71 in that game, which is just, I mean, if you're not going to get a shutout, you can't get a lot better than a 9.71 unless they just no, take sure 60 can't. shots on you. So whomever they choose is going to be fine. Great shape. You know, it, it, some of it would depend on matchups. Um, let's go around the league because there, sure. are, there are the games. Um, I want to start in the East this time. Okay. And I, I want to start with a prediction that we both made, and I kind of amended a little bit. Um, so we're both very wrong, but we, we might end up with a, with a win just because of luck. We both said Boston, probably in five. Boston should be kicking the kiddies bums back and forth all over the ice. Yeah. But I, I remember saying, and I'll have to find the clip, that I said if it goes seven, Florida could win. And I know that sounds like it's not sounds like a hot take, right? Because if it goes seven, obviously you just have to win one game. Yeah. What I really mean was going into game seven for Florida. Mm-hmm. I think they're in the driver's seat. I think they have the momentum. Like, they've pulled off three games against the Bruins. The Bruins are reeling a little bit. I think Florida... I want Florida to pull this out. I don't know if they can, but there's enough of me that has faith. It How, how Chairman Mo would it be for Florida to stink in the regular season, barely make the playoffs, and then kick the, you know... All time best regular season team to the curb in seven games, and then like just flop against Toronto. I mean, no offense, but (laughs) yeah, like I, I, my if if I have you know, if I had money to put on the series, I would take a flyer on forward in this game. I really would. They're
2: they're like, look, Kachuk, right? The trade that they said, and it it was so funny. We wanted to have a playoff team. He is the guy that we needed to join the team to make good on the mistake last year. Last year's President's Trophy winner. And there's another thing. A former President's Trophy winner eliminated has the chance to eliminate the current President's Trophy winner, which is just out of my mind. I did not right. see this it's, coming and all season long they were talking about, well, we built this team for the playoffs and stuff and it's oddly enough, I needed to give them a reminder a couple of times. Hey guys, you got to make the playoffs.
1: You do first
2: <laughs> and they uh, before you can even get there. So this whole we want, we've got a playoff team. Well, that's outstanding, but you got to make it first and they get in by the skin of those you know, kitty claws just bare just barely get in and as their reward they face the uh best regular season game in the history of the league statistically right how in the world do they do a deal with it and they turn to the guy that they brought in for playoff situations which was Kachuk yep. and you may not like his style because he can, he he's he's, an uh, he's definitely nice. an agitator, but he's a high scoring agitator, right? So, and he's just dragging them along. He, he's, he's dragging. He, he's them definitely
1: in. the Brad Marchand of Florida. I mean,
2: yeah, no question, you know, no great. question. And and give Bobrovsky, we need to tip the cap to him because uh, Lion, who was great, who stole that first game. Uh Boston solved them. They they solved him. Yeah. And coach Mo, you know what? He uh he
1: went to Bob Roski. And ever since he's been, been very mediocre. Bob Roski's not been playing up to his his contract down there. Not and, in the least. And now it's like, oh, I need to play. Like I, I think sitting him for lying, uh pokes and feelings very deep down. And and he's responded. If, yeah. If Florida wins, I'm still going to find a way to to pick up a Lions jersey. Cuz I said I would. I said if, the, I said if Florida wins the series, I'll, I'll get a Lions jersey. So, he was the reason that they they split the uh the two games in Boston. And in and Boston, that's just from mentally that's we the difference. We, can, we can beat them, right? We we know we can do this now. To yeah. the point that the the Bruins have not ruled out starting Swayman in tonight's game. As uh, good as good as Allmark has been, n- now that could just be, you know, we don't want you to know who we prepare for, right? Very Rod Brendamore. Like, I'm going to guess at who the, the, the attendee is going to be. But the fact that it's just not a certainty, as good as Allmark has been this year, I mean, yeah. crazy, scary, Shesterkin last year kind of good, Vazileski in his prime good. Yeah. If I'm the kiddies, I'm feeling... You know, I wouldn't be cocky, but I would definitely walk into the locker room tonight with my head up, my shoulders back, ready to play some hockey, right? They went into the locker room and Kachuk was saying
2: after they won in Boston to force the game back to Florida and they it would they played a clip of Kachuk saying, guys, remember this room, remember it well. Because we're coming back here in game seven. His own little guarantee victory type comment. And he has been, he is in between all Mark's ears, which is the reason why I think they might actually go with Swayman. And here's another, th- and Swayman's fa- been fantastic. That is your uh, Jennings trophy winner combination right there, much like, uh, anderson and ronta were last year it's all mark and Sw- and swayman mm-hmm. you know that's who it is so they don't lose anything either with him and net right and Kachuk and Marshan and
1: Marcian both leave the series respectively with 10 points each yeah like like you the, the stars are playing star quality hockey so it's going to be it's going to be a, a great
2: contest this evening uh, it's going to be one to watch. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's a big.
1: thing to Let's see who else we got. Uh, the dude, we haven't talked really Maple Leafs about the series yet, right? We didn't really so, so much talk about the series. They got they they won. Like I I don't want to dive dive too deep into every series because you know. But John Tavares puts the nail in the coffin. Uh, gets the leaps ahead. It's the double whammy for Islander fans losing to the Canes and former, you know, hometown, not hometown hero, but, you know, former Islander hero Tavares goes home to the Leafs and finally picks it up. Austin Matthews gets a goal in that game yesterday. Yep. The the question now is how far can the Leafs go? Because I'm happy for our Leaf friends out there, right? Courtney, Mm -hmm. uh, Beth, uh, Steve Dangle, who I just find hilarious. He is. I'm I'm legit happy for those folks at this point because, you know, it's been so long. I still don't want to see Toronto win a cup. So no offense to the misses, but <laughs> I'm still not going none, that far. Not taken. I'm not. Either, i like to so. see a Leafs Hurricanes final. Once again, you know, the throwback to was it? Oh, two. Man. I think that was two. It was I. Yes, that's what I want to see now. That's my new goal is I want to see Hurricanes Leafs in the Eastern Conference finals. Just because it would be fun. And, well, think about the stories
2: there too. Freddie Anderson mm-hmm. would be part of the team coming back, and so forth, right? Against the Leafs, interesting. Could you, could
1: you imagine if Freddie Anderson knocked the Leafs out of the playoffs in the oh. Eastern Conference Finals? Oh. Toronto would have a whole new reason to meltdown. Yeah, you know, no question. I mean, that and look. That, speaking of story, I mean, just think the storylines. You're you're 100 yeah. right. That that would be. It wouldn't be. The, as big as the 19-year drought for round two, no, but it, but it would certainly be second. A, a great, a, a very interesting story. Uh, as far as the series go and
2: the leaps over the bolts, first the bolts, they've played a lot of hockey in the last three years, and so they've got nothing to feel bad about being dumped in the first round. They were playing with house money, right? because they've been just so good. And I mean, the great thing is now we're guaranteed to have a new Eastern conference champion. So that is, uh, that's great for the league. You know what I mean? That it's not all in one place, but I would say this series for the bolts was lost in game four. Oh, that's actually when they lost, when they had a, Three to one lead, and
0: watch the Leafs in the third period
2: just score score three straight. Just yeah, just and that going. that Leafs fan. You saw the clip of the Leafs fan in the stands in in Tampa mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was just screaming about and how excited he was because he knew they went up three to one and he was just so excited. I I knew the Leafs could do it after that. Even <laughs> yesterday, even yesterday when my wife was so nervous and feeling bad about it, I said, "Carolyn, understand in that very barn they scored 3 goals to come down from 3-1 and win the game. There's no reason that they can't get this game won." Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so congratulations to the Leafs. I think that's when they won it. They said, no, enough enough. We are this good. We can take it from you. And, you know, the 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 lightning, they, they did what they could. Yeah. But time's Not up, guys. Enough. Time's yeah, up.
1: You know, I said Leafs in six. You said Leafs in seven. Um, I said if it went seven, I think the mental game comes in and then the Leafs lose because I think they just – don't know what to do yeah Bazileski looks human again. he does He's not a goaltending robot anymore so a lot going and on and still played series... great still yeah, is still, 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 still still an amazing goalie right? that's, that's, the, that's
2: the funny thing he was fantastic all series long but we are saying he looks human and I think yeah. that states how great he has been over the past three years
1: I think the, the one change I would make to that series is the league needs to mandate one of them needs to change what shade of blue they wear because it is the hardest Tough series watch. to watch. Because they both basically use the same color blue. If you look on ESPN today, Ray, um, you know they do they do the um, the pictures of the goal scores on the uh, the game synopsis. Yeah, and they use the blue jersey for both teams. So there's three guys <laughs> dressed in blue, even though they were scored for two. Like they didn't use like the home colors or whatever. They used the yeah. blue jersey for both teams. Which makes sense, right? (laughs) Because that's the home jersey. But you look at it and you have to remember, you know, okay, oh, that guy isn't a Leaf. It's Exactly. It's minor, but (laughs) if I'm being nitpicky, it's that's it. Yeah, Um, for sure. The final one in the East was Devils Rangers. That's the one we're waiting on now. I think we both had Rangers in seven. Yep. I kind of hope it's the Devils. Not kind of. I really hope it's the Devils in seven. I don't know if they can do it. The... This series, in some ways, to me, is a tale of deadline drama. Right. Timo Meyer has zero points yeah. in the playoffs. Zero. Goose egg, none, nil. Wow. Terasenko and Kane have 10
0: combined. So if you're New Jersey,
1: you've got to find a way to have Timo Meyer contribute. Yeah. He, he's got to, to a, find a way to shut down Kane and Terasenko. For sure, I mean that's, see, that's the, a big part of this, right? Yeah, and my thought on all of this
2: was he he could Meyer was going to be pivotal for them because he could be the guy that takes all of the focus off of Hughes
1: and and a veteran guy gives some leadership to what is otherwise a young and upcoming club. Is how exactly I, is how I looked at it, and I did not see. I did not see Akira
2: Schmidt coming in the way he did. Man, he came in hot. It was outstanding. Shutting out, and I'm going to say it, a, an all star offense. He shut out an all totally. star offense. Totally. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, he didn't look as good uh, yesterday. And so there's a little Nick in the armor right? there's mm-hmm. and and so the Rangers are gonna be feeling good. They're, they've got a lot of positive to feel. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, th- I think you know these are always coin to- uh coin flip games game seven. No matter the situation, yeah you know, uh, like we're taught like the the what the Devils and Rangers were separated by three points, I think.
1: Yeah, they're, they're really compatible like teams. Just uh,
2: they're just right there. This is not a forty-eight point difference between the Panthers and the Bruins. You know what I mean? Which is insane. Which
1: which a Game Seven is equally a coin flip. I mean, I know, and really that's is. the weird thing. It it shouldn't be. When you look at the it distance be, between the is. two teams, it should not be a coin flip, but
2: it is. So here here we go, and there's the coin flip. I'd like to see. I'd like to see the rain. Uh, sorry, I'd like to. I'd like to see the Devils do it. I think the Rangers, though, would have enough experience yep. I, I to, agree. to get through it. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to tell you, I've never seen... People say that Canes fans uh, can turn on their own team quickly. Man, I've never seen anything... Like what the Rangers fans were doing to their team after mm-hmm. losing those three straight. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like it, you hear it all over, mm-hmm. you see it online. They were ready to just murder everyone. Yeah. It's just, it was just, it was so crazy. It's like, guys. It's a seven game series until someone wins four. What are you doing ripping on them? Mm-hmm. You know, you can be upset that they lost games. And in in a sense, they had reason to complain because the way in which the Rangers lost those three games.
1: Right. They did not look like they even bothered to show up. I, I would just want them to do that one more time this year. Yeah. You I, know I what? would love to like... see Devils. I, I, I'm i with you. I, I feel like the the Rangers have the advantage. I would like it to be the Devils. Mm. And some of that is, even though I won't be in PNC and you won't be in PNC, I want Caniacs to go into their barn and it be full of red. And yeah. even those Caniacs who are Rangers fans during the regular season hopefully will show up in their Canes gear for the playoffs. But I don't want that to even be a storyline because it takes away from Carolina being second in attendance in the league. Yeah, It takes yeah. away from the stadium series. It takes away from all the good, and it just becomes, oh, like you're Ranger fans. Like, like the, the Hurricanes deserve better than that. The fan base deserves better than that. No question. You know? And if Shesterkin's not on point, then... I mean, so New Jersey has a chance. I mean, for, for newer hockey folks, the big thing with the Game 7 is every team in the league is good enough to beat every other team. Over a seven-game series, the best team should prevail. But when you get down to a game seven, it's a best of one. And all it takes is a bad call or a good penalty call, or you hit the crossbar or the post and it goes in versus out. It's literally a game of inches. And any of those things can give you an advantage or a disadvantage, right? You get an early goal and you're in the driver's seat. And now you just have to maintain, right? You don't have to pace or you get behind because you give up an early power play or something, and now you're chasing, and that changes the fundamental way that you play the game, mm-hmm. particularly the later it gets. And so, you know, when you get to a game seven, like you said, the fact that you have 40 points up on another team really is irrelevant. It doesn't seem like it should be. And statistically, when we're talking statistics, if you play 100,000 games, yeah, the Bruins should win 8,000 of those, you know, or, yeah. or you know, 80,000 of those. But yeah. it's just one. It's just, not 50-50, but the way that Florida is playing, it's a lot closer to 50-50 than the regular season would dictate, and that's what makes playoff hockey fun and exciting and um, (laughs) heart attack-inducing and uh, rage-inducing and all the things that come with the winning and the losing, but that's the emotional involvement and investment from the fans is what makes hockey really cool so it is it is we're gonna devil's one more devil's just one more Win win one more and then lose you can lose all the ones after that but
2: just win one more exactly (laughs) that would be that would be that would be absolutely lovely let's go to the west um go you your prognostication has been sensational i'm not gonna lie
1: so I don't have both... like a puppy shooting basketballs down the stairs. But... Uh, wasn't that, that was amazing. But, I, but, I, but, I, but I do okay. I mean, I think the great. dog has me beat, but I, I do all right, I think, this year.
2: So the Knights over the Jets in five, I call, you called it in five. I called it in six. I thought there would be more from Hellebuck and more from the the team that has guys like Connor and Wheeler and and lots of, they, they've they got talent on there, but you saw after the loss, man, there's some serious problems in Winnipeg and it might mm-hmm. be the reason why coach Mo just voluntarily stepped down surprisingly last season and no one knew the reason why. Well, now I think we're getting a look at the reason
1: why. I thought that was weird because they weren't playing well at the time, but they weren't playing that bad either. You know what no, I mean? No, like no, <laughs> they're right in the
2: they're right in the middle. they were like a, the average team or whatever, and that's perhaps the situation that they're in now, where they have enough talent to be more than that. Mm-hmm. But as you know, Rick Bonus might say, they refuse to push back. And if they don't push back, they're not gonna be anything. And that caused and and I think it just the knights saw a team on the ropes and gave them the knockout punch.
1: You I was gonna mean? say it's Vegas just, has a killer instinct that they other do. teams, the canes included, sometimes just don't have. No, they were they, just they were just them. sensational. They did
2: and they they came away with it, and there really isn't much more to say. Other than there's big problems in Winnipeg, and I'm wondering how they're going to deal with it. And the Knights looked fantastic, just dealing with who they needed to deal with.
1: Do you think uh, the Knights are the best team in the West right now?
2: Uh, I mean, there's a couple no. of good teams. No, oh, no, no, I don't. And we'll get to it. Beautiful. I love um, it. let's go to the the Stars and uh and Minnesota, the Wild. Uh we both picked dallas i picked them though in seven and you got it right again so congrats to you man you're just on fire um Uh, i want to share the money that you've been gambling and making (laughs) these calls sorry it's all it's all about the fans
1: baby that's right if they had fewer Uh, fans i would have agreed with you in seven but i said nope they they got enough fins on that team that uh we know fins get wins so yeah that's no question Allison Six and
2: there's really not much more to say there right like ottinger was fantastic in the in the end ottinger except, was the reason, <laughs> except for when he wasn't i uh, yeah, yeah isn't that the case that's the way it always is they're either just outstanding upper level otherworldly or man oh man what the heck are you doing you know and uh but the stars came through, and they've got they've got a great, talented team that I just don't i wouldn't I wouldn't want to face them they they've they've got they've got some mojo on their side, and it
1: spins, but I don't know I don't know if you could beat them with with the depleted lineup, but I would pay big money to go see a Stars Hurricane Stanley Cup final. no question. Because- because win or lose, honestly, I would come away happy on some level because they are a fun team to watch. They are. They, they, they play hockey the are. right way. They they do all. They check a lot of boxes for me. And if, the, if I had a second team, that they would be the the leading contender. And the and look
2: any opportunity to watch the Finland's national hockey team inner squad game. I mean, come on now, that's that's yeah, some right? good stuff right there. We added some since last it.
1: time, right? Now now Puyu in there too. So yeah, no
2: question. We're 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 just building it up. Let's uh let's go to Los Angeles. Man, what a game that was last night. I yeah, mean I back and forth, back and forth. Uh Oilers though come out even though Skinner with a, a with a Dangles dang it that is definitely gonna be put in there, uh mm-hmm. they found a way. Mm-hmm. And here is where I'm saying who the best team in the West is right now. The best team in the West is the Oilers. And I know that you and I both have cracked on them for being a two-player team. No longer.
1: No longer. They're they're getting up and down the line. Because we both said this was going to go
2: seven we did and and i because i wasn't sure about the secondary scoring aspect that really was the difference right and Carposalo, was uh, he's a, a great goaltender i gave them the nod even over skinner who was fantastic in the lead up into this but required some help down the road is Campbell jumps in in the middle of a game and actually helps get them a win shuts the door after they were just hemorrhaging goals and he stopped the Kings cold and then the Oilers went out and won it and up and down the lineup when you look at okay I want you don't don't you can't look this up okay but I want you to tell me uh, as far as the goals scored point uh, and, and who won the game
0: for them. I want the for, the, for, for the last game. You
2: mean for the Oilers for last night's game? I mean, Yamamoto. Okay. Right. You know what? I think that's right. Yama, Yamamoto got the game winner.
1: Okay. But okay. I want... When oh, you, which? Oh, I, I got you. Which which goal, which goal was like the the goal which broke the back? Yeah, like here we uh, go. Co- Costin's goal, I think, was the one the 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 late goal for them, wasn't it? Costin got one. Uh, it was in the second, but
2: Costin scored twice. Do you know how many points that McDavid had? He scored the first goal of the game, and he got an
1: assist and a helper one and one that was that so was Co- all so he did. really is the one who who was driving the offense and
2: well way. this is and dry sidle dry sidle one point but then you look at you look at guys like coston who had a goal and an assist uh yamamoto had a goal and an assist uh who else here mcleod I mean, it was... They have their own uh, McKinsey's out there. They, they do. <laughs> they uh, That's what it is. C- Canes fans, that's exactly what right it time. is. Everyone's stepping up. We always talk about the secondary scoring. Mm-hmm. Well, the secondary scoring is the reason why the Oilers moved on. And if they can keep that up, they are the team to beat. They are the team to beat because they're getting the support from the lines underneath a power play that is like where they were scoring at what thirty percent yeah like you're it's it, it's unbelievable the Oilers are the team in the West and when I look at an Oilers Knights series it's going to be tough the Knights are strong but I I've got the Oilers winning that series against the Knights because it just, what they have been able to put together has just been sensational. The, the Oilers yeah. are a juggernaut now. You couldn't call them that before. Everyone liked to because of, you know, the dynamic duo. But now they're legit because they're getting it up and down the lineup. I'll say, so
1: I had two issues with them. One was secondary scoring, which they had none, and now they do goaltending I, I I've said repeatedly like they have an okay goaltender they don't have an elite goaltender and looking at the games la scored four two three four three and four that's a lot of points that's a lot of goals to give up it In is the first round that is an exceptional amount if that can't be improved upon mm-hmm. as they get through the West because teams like Vegas can put up points Dallas can put up points yeah you don't want to get into a run and gun shooting match with dallas i don't think i don't know that you do
2: you're i I would say that's correct but then i also know that a run and gun game doesn't scare the oilers at all they're happy to it
1: doesn't but if you get into a run and gun with with dallas for example yeah otters playing well yikes you're you 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 might put up four goals but you're probably gonna lose five to four or yeah And I'm I, not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying when I think Oilers, I still have questions about goaltending. No question. And there I, that's, is. Why they, that's why they wouldn't be my top team, I think, out West, although I can see where they have certainly started to put it all together. Mm-hmm. And, and some We've seen that, right? The Hurricanes totally. in 2006, that Stanley Cup. In 2002, the run against Detroit. It's The team is playing hockey well at the right time of year and getting contributions at the right time. And any team can do that. So if 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 Edmund can get that goals against down in the two point whatever's, then 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 you have my attention, then watch. You know out. I mean, yeah. Then you have my attention of
2: they might be the team to beat. I I need to circle back on something very very quickly just to point out. Uh, you meant you brought up two thousand and six and how great it was for us, and then you referencing goaltending. On uh, on Sirius XM, I was listening, and I had one person refer to uh, Akira Schmidt as can he's having a Cam Ward season. Ooh. He's having a Cam Ward like playoff, that. and I enjoyed that. And I was like wow, he is he, he is the benchmark. You know what I mean? Cam Ward is a benchmark of rookie goaltenders in the playoffs now. he And forever will be. Should be. You know what I mean? So And should be. You well know earned. what I mean? So yeah, very, very well earned. We'll now go back to where we were. Game seven. Game seven. The Avs and Seattle. The Kraken, to me, have already succeeded. I did not see this one. Uh, I had the Avs in six. So did I and i just I, I they were going to be a thorn in the ab side. let me say i have no idea why eberly has not been suspended why he didn't receive 5 minutes crazy that is
1: ridiculous yeah. for for anybody who doesn't know the hit he drove on cogliano cogliano Fractured his C five, which is your fifth cervical vertebrae. For reference that- point, for
2: reference point for fans,
1: this is Orpik on Cole, one hundred percent, two thousand and six. It was called a two minute minor; it wasn't even a major penalty. And and with a medical background, just for folks out there, when you start talking about your C three, four, and five spine, a spinal cord injury in that area, we start talking about not just paralysis of you know, arms and legs potentially, but like breathing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I feel like C4 might be your diaphragm. So that's a little high. So something below that wouldn't affect it. But, you know, I mean, the fact it's a neck injury is in itself bad. The fact that it's, you know, like a C5 injury is is not good in general. Like Like this is a serious issue. The fact that the league hasn't done anything to address it since it happened is just wild to me. Yeah, uh, Now I'll ask
2: a question because Cogliano did actually come back to the bench after the hit. Did that get into the minds of, you know, health and safety NHL to say, well, it couldn't have been that bad and, you know, maybe that's why it's only two minutes. And I'm not trying to find an excuse because right. <laughs> use your eyes. Look at the play. It was right. dangerous. It was injury inducing. He should be suspended. Now, yeah. Eberle is not a dirty player. Normally you would never right. of the dirty players capable of that type of hit. Eberly's name is nowhere. You never see it. In fact, I was surprised. I wondered, like, well, yeah. who who was it that hit him? That I'm like, what?
1: Eberly's right. not that guy. And Coco, I didn't turn it. You know, that was the thing with the Jack Drury hit, right? It was five, yeah. and the two because they said he turned at the last moment. Um, Shannon, the hockey guy on YouTube, yeah, I asked him, and he said, he said he turned at the last second. I'd call it two because he he turned and and squared up. And I said, okay, that's an in, that's a very independent look at it. I you know I trust that opinion. This wasn't that. No. Right. This should have been a five for one. Yep. And then you know, I know you're kind of playing devil's advocate, but the failures here are it wasn't called a, a major. Yeah, And there should be a review process. Like Rod, we'll have to talk this offseason about Rod Brendamore's idea to get two officials off the ice and into a booth. Fantastic idea, in my opinion. Yeah. So they, so they lost it at a five. Then he gets cleared by medical staff to return. And if they x-ray him and take a look at it and they're swelling it on, they can't tell. That's a failing on the medical staff. He should not have been a clear to return the game. And that, for for newer folks, that's not a player's decision. The team doctor's job is to say, you physically could get hurt worse playing. You can't play. Regardless of if the player says, I feel fine. Just get me back out there. And there's a lot of pressure for that, right? The player's like, how long will this take? Like, I'm going to miss a shift. I want to get out there. I'm all for hockey players being tough. They are the toughest athletes in sports. Oh more than gosh. football players, way more than baseball players and and basketball players. Don't even get started. But.
2: Yeah. How much of it? How much of it for for Cogli for Cogliano was the fact that it was an elimination game, and of there, I mean, is, yeah, I mean that's how these guys it's are. It's an elimination I mean, game. And, to the NHL, right? Yeah, it's all hands on deck. Just if just a hyper competitive. Yeah. If if I'm breathing. If I'm breathing, I'm going. Like that's that seems to be guys
1: losing teeth and breaking bones and not missing shifts or missing a shift but not a period is a common thing in hockey. And one part of me says I wish it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. But like if you take a puck to the face and get stitched up, that's not serious injury. You know what I mean? That's not a broken neck. No, like you can come back in and deal with it later. Having a tooth knocked out. That happens to people in day-to-day life. And it's not an like you don't have to be at the dentist in an hour to have that fixed. You can wait a little while. You can come back in. Yeah. But when you start talking about a guy running to the boards, a holy broken smokes. neck. That that the league has failed him on that. His team doctors failed him on that. It's that's the type of hit that needs to come out of hockey.
2: Would would you put it more to the medical staff, allowing him to go back into the game? Or do you put it on Cogliano just overrunning? Or maybe this is not either of them.
1: For, I for don't me, want to accuse anyone. Yeah, of Conspiracy for, for me, theory with the medical background, GM, right? It's for me. It's it's on the the medical staff is going to get pressure from the players, from the GM, from the coach. They want the guy in. He is a critical part of their team. Yep. If you cannot stand up and say no, he's hurt. He can't play. Don't take that job. Yeah, they are million there. There are a million doctors. If you can't look at the GM or the player in the eye and say, no, no, I can't tell what's going on with your neck. That's a bad hit. I need to know more. Yeah. Don't take the job. I I put the fault of him coming back on the medical staff because I know there was, I know they were being highly pressured to get him back in the game. Part of the job is you're not a yes man. Your job is to keep him from being paralyzed. It's what if he goes out? what, What if he goes out? And, and get and somebody else hits him and he then is paralyzed or, me, or it's high enough and is, and he stops breathing and he's because it's you know it's you know maybe the the C5 is damaged maybe it does affect like his diaphragm or something right and what's this not just what's the story there but then how many people is like his life is obviously in shambles think about yeah. wife kids mom dad friends family the look I mean the the whole thing, right? You, uh, you have to stand up and go, I don't see enough. And, and maybe the x-ray did, and the doctor said, no, this looks clean. And he just goofed. I mean, that happens like x-ray. If you've ever looked at an x-ray, you know, without formal training, it's really hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. But you, you know, he was back out there so quick and by quick. I mean, you know, he, he wasn't gone for an hour. <laughs> I was astonished that he was even back
2: on the ice. I was astonished. I can't I, believe I, they keep out for the game. I, I, I looked at it. I was like, I, look, I understand that it is an elimination game. And Cogliano, although not in the, uh, you know, he's not the upper echelon of the talent on the team, right?
0: Like, But I,
2: I I was stunned. I was just stunned. I, I remembered how awful the hit was on Cole from Orpic, And I looked at it and was just like, how in the world is he coming back? Is that this, this, I, I was hoping that it wasn't a competition to see who could be the toughest player reference in the playoffs, right? There's the player from Winnipeg who took a goaltender's skate to the face cut for 75 stitches right near his eyeball, almost lost an eye stitched up and coming back out onto the bench. And he's smiling and giggling and, and, you know, uh, and so what I was like, what are you doing? Cogliano? You're trying to out tough the guy from the other series, be the benchmark of toughness in the playoffs. Don't like you're, that's dangerous. Right. And so, we wish him the best, but NHL, come on,
1: yeah. Average on, NHL career, by the way, is like four and a quarter, four and a half years. It's not long, yeah. And and the reason it's not long is things like that, right? I hear you. So, so who, um, so who do you think is going to end up winning? That do you think? Do you think the Avs have enough, or do you think the Kraken are rolling on enough goodwill early this early in their their time in the league that they can pull this one off?
2: Uh, I, I'm I'm still going with the ABS, despite the injuries and Nichuskins has gone, and they I mean, now Cogliano, and I think that that hit and the whole fact that Everly got nothing, they're going to be coming out on fire, in Colorado. I'm not saying that it's going to be a wipeout. It'll be a tight game. Because the Kraken have brought it and they've shown their strength and abilities, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, it's it's to me, it's the Avs. They're going to win it in seven.
1: I think the Avs had the advantage, although I'm kind of pulling for Seattle. I I, I think the oh, I am too. Like, but but if Seattle won, I would be happy.
2: I would be very happy for them, even Um, though look, they they uh, have already succeeded beyond comprehension as far as a uh, team in the league for the second year.
1: Yep. You know, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing work out there in Seattle. Um, it is so real quick before we wrap up for the day. Sure. Um, let's do round two predictions because okay. round two is going to start this week. And some of these we'll have to play with a little bit. Um, sure. Uh, just looking at the bracket here, we'll kind of go in reverse order here. Um, okay. Assuming it is stars avalanche. Who, and assuming it is Stars Kraken, who do you have?
2: Uh, Stars. Stars? Stars, no matter what. And I would say Stars in, uh, with uh, Kraken able to take down Colorado, um, I still think it would be Stars in six. Colorado is very, and, and I think it's, you know what? Stars in six, no matter what. You know what I mean? Like stars are just going to win this next series. Yep. The injuries will be too you. much for the abs,
1: and yeah, that's right. Stars and six. I I agree. Stars and six. No matter what happens in the other series, I think that's fair. So, um, also looking out west because I'm just I'm kind of going counterclockwise through the bracket. No, point. that's that's um, all right. We know it's going to be Vegas and Oilers. Yeah, you just said the Oilers are the best team out west. Are mm-hmm. you sticking with
2: that? I am I think th- I think they uh if they can keep this up uh I I see the Oilers probably winning this one I think it's going to be a long series the I'm giving the Knights are are playing great they'll be fresh but the Oilers
1: just too much they'll they'll win it in 7 uh, and I think that it's also going 7 but I think this is It's Vegas. So to talk about luck in the Vegas team is kind of funny in and of itself. (laughs) It's kind of it, isn't it? They they, you know, they they've had good luck. Like they've had these, you know, things just go their way. I think that's gonna work for them again. And I'm definitely gonna say I think this is gonna be Vegas in seven. There you go. Moving on. All right. Moving on to the east. Let's do uh it'll either be Leafs Bruins or Leafs Panthers. Yeah. Who you got?
0: Who do I want,
2: or who do I think? Yes. Oh, good lord! Uh, (laughs) I look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I would like. Who do I want? I want the Leafs, just so I can set up the confrontation for what I want, based on the other series. Uh, I think the Leafs with that. you know, exercising that first round demon, the way they have, I think that they will be able to carry that momentum into the next one. My hope is that they can do it. I, and I would pick the Leafs having to do it in seven again, you know, because they can't do anything without drama and anxiety and all the rest of it. That's what I want. What I believe, what I believe Is that if it's the Bruins, it would end up being Bruins in six. If it's the Panthers, I say Leafs in seven.
0: Okay, I'd buy that for a dollar.
1: Um, Yeah, I hope it's the Panthers. Um, I I think I agree with you entirely. I think if it's the Bruins, you know, this is going to be an old time battle, right? Old time hockey. And another,
2: and another gorilla on their back. The Bruins had the Leafs number for a long time. And it's like, my wife said, I want the Panthers. I'm cheering hard for the Panthers. I don't want any part of Boston, you know? Yeah. And, and my thought was, you know, I don't know. Do you, do you cheer? (laughs) Do you cheer to take on the team that just took out? the greatest president's trophy winner ever i don't i don't know i don't know that you really want that
1: yeah i i mean florida shouldn't have the firepower to match up with the bruins no and toronto's got a lot of firepower they have they They haven't been able to put it together until this year but they have a lot of firepower so Mm -hmm. i i think i'm with you on that one um that just leaves hurricanes devils or hurricanes rangers Okay.
0: So here we are. What we want and what we think. <laughs> Understand Keniacs and
2: Jerks. <laughs> Understand Keniacs and Jerks. I am not these colors don't run. I am a I've been a fan of this franchise since 1982 1980 old. Oof. I am old I want nothing more than to see the hurricanes move on and I believe they can I just think that the injuries and the inability to finish might be too much to make it to the next round I want to be so wrong Mm, I, I my I guts you. are turn my guts are turning, saying it.
0: I feel awful, awful.
2: I don't see the Hurricanes winning the next the next series, no matter who's in it. Mm-hmm. And it pains me to say that.
1: I mean, you're missing three of your top six guys. It's, it's it I, pains you. That doesn't make it honest. I mean, because. Uh, I'm trying, yeah, not like a I, hot take if I'm being honest. I you know, I, I totally get it. So, my
0: brain says, <sighs> my brain says it would be Rangers in six, Devils in seven my heart my heart says canes in seven
2: for both canes mm. in seven for both i that's I the best that understand. i can hold for and further <laughs> and further it making it through this next round you recall previously and everyone can go back on the tape i said this season would be a failure If they couldn't make it to the cup final, it would be a failure in my eyes. Yep. Now that's how I said it long ago. Pre-injury. Exactly. Pre-injuries. If they can get past the second round, frankly, I think this is already a success. Already success. The injuries Mm -hmm. are just so big and the key, they're key, right? But they make it past the second round into the final I'll tell you that that would make the season a success
1: for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry no, Canes. It's if the Devils pull this off, I think the Canes could can beat the Devils. I think they legitimately, even with guys out, can beat the Devils. Yeah. If the Rangers pull this out, I don't know that you can go against because they're going to just play dirty, right? You're probably going to lose at least another guy. Yeah. It's just the Rangers being the Rangers out there right if it's the rangers i think the rangers take it in seven i think it's still close i, th- I think the hurricanes have enough grit and determination and all those things right uh, intestinal fortitude Mick Foley for all the rest of the yes fans, call it. love but, intestinal you know fortitude. so if it's the rangers i th- i think they probably take it in seven if it's the devils i think you can beat them in seven i my heart certainly says you could back be- you, you could beat either team right because yeah. once again if it's a seven game series, you just got to win that best of one at the end. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Um, I will say I think that getting out of round one, even with the injuries, was a necessity for the Canes. You, you're, oh, okay. You, you're that much better than the Islanders, even without three those you know, even without Svechnikov and Patches, right? Yeah, I mean, Jack Drews hurt, and you, you're that's still fair. better. You're better than them. You should have won that series in six, and you did. Like you, you, you've you've met expectations. Yeah. With those injuries, can you win the next round? I don't know if you can. But the fact that we're even debating if you can without Patches, Svechikov, Tavo, and Drury being out. So it's really four guys. Four of your top six are out. And Drury, you, you could say Drury's not normally a top six guy. Fine, top nine. The fact we're even giving them a chance says something, right, about the team. Because any other team loses for their top nine, you're not going to say that they might be able to take on and win a second-round playoff series. You're just not. Because they're not built that way, right? They're built around a star player or two who puts in goals and does the dirty work. They are built around Kachuk. They are built around you know, a, a Martian. They are built around a dry saddle. They're built around a McKinnon. The Hurricanes are not. So the fact that we think that they could win a second round, even potentially with four of their top nine out is huge. If they can do it, the season is a huge success mm-hmm. based upon where they're at now. Huge. I feel I'm feeling
2: myself in the thousand yards I I just, I think this might be the first time ever I have picked against my team. And I don't know if that means my brain has taken over my heart. I don't know. It's, uh, it just i look at this the odds are so stacked the odds are are just stacked against this team and in my heart i there's part of me that says good because you know what the kings have always been always even in the dark times a team that had heart determination they wanted to win they're doing their best they just didn't have the things you know what i'm saying so i believe yep. i i believe honestly that it is not out of reach to say that the canes could win the next series no matter who's in it it's not out of reach but my head says if you're wanting to be right <laughs> you've got to look at you got to look at everything look at the facts be be real. I'm trying to be objective. Yeah. Trying to be objective. Don't find me in
1: or TBS or TNT be objective.
2: Yeah. Like the, the Pollyanna side of me says, oh yeah. Canes and six. And if it's yeah. the rags, Canes and four, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, we, but th- 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 we do. Right. So it's a little too much to expect. I apologize. Kaniacs, jerks understand. I'm going to be cheering my arse off. You're going to hear me wherever you are in this world. When the Canes score, you're going to hear me screaming in Calgary. Okay. That won't change.
1: No, but, but dag nabbit. You have, you, you have 35% of your top nine forwards out of, out of the playoffs, potentially. Yikes. Maybe Tavo comes back. Maybe jury comes back. Then, you know, then, then you're in a little better shape and that helps. And that's you know, why I'm not shutting down the possibility that they can beat them because if, if either of those guys comes back and plays well, you have a shot. But it's, it's you, regardless of seeding, you are the underdog in round two. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and, and it was strange to say that when you're the number two team in the league, right? But as a medic, here, I'm going to just quickly put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah. When they said that, uh, Tavo, broken hand surgery, certainly out for the thing, I, I, I want, I believe that this was out for the playoffs type injury can, could turbo come back to the
1: playoffs after surgery on a broken hand and play. So guys have done it and that's the main, it, so my medical knowledge, I, I, you know, cause you don't know, right. I don't know where the pins went because I know he got pins in his hand. You know, it depends on, can he grip a stick at all? Yeah. That type of a thing my guess is unlikely, but guys have done it. Like guys have figured out, like if I, if I, you know, if the, if the cast is set in such a way that I can slip my stick in there, I can do something. Right. Interesting. Because I just like,
2: you got to be able to hold onto your stick. And I just thought if you're getting uh, surgery into your hand, Uh, To me, I was like, well, you're done, right? Like that takes time to heal. You got to be able to move your hand. How much pressure could you put on the stick for a a wrist shot? You know what I mean? Like those snappy
1: wrist shots that he has, you can't like, that's going to be super pain. How much? Even if he comes back, he's at, you know, 50% or something. It's, you know, yeah. Turbo at 50%, is he better than McEcker at a hundred? No. So, so I guess, yeah, the question is, even if he can play, do, do you want him in? I, I think I'd rather have McEchron in right now. Yeah, his
2: uh, his size and his proven ability so far. Yeah, he's doing he's
1: doing real well. He's filling the role as well as a- anybody could be expected to. I mean, and we still have Reeves and Pando and those guys available to change. I, I don't think we're going to see them, but they're available, and, yeah. and those guys can put pucks in the net. Quick shout out to, uh, uh,
2: the daily Kaylee, who again, uh, <laughs> another called fantastic called into service. What a fantastic, uh, flag for turbo, uh, magnificent Kaylee big yeah. shout out to Thank you. you
1: for that. That's wow. You Ho- so hopefully
2: great. this is really the last one for the year, the right? last one, <laughs> no more. Okay. I mean, you, that you've done enough. Whew. Uh, We have to, that's, that's going to do it, man. We've, 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 we've covered a lot. My goodness. I can't wait for next week. I'm anxious to see who we're going to end up playing. Uh, Kaniacs and jerks in PNC get fired up. Uh, Enjoy the, the tailgating and the lead in. And remember, I, you know, I may have picked against us, but I'm not cheering against us. I'm cheering hard. I want us to. Uh, I want the Canes to move on to the next round. I think they can do it. It is possible. It's going to take a yeoman's effort, and that means you Kaniacs are going to have to be nuts in that barn. Bring Probably it
1: to be a loud building.
2: Bring it and, and really bring it on. No matter you know no matter who's in net, no matter what, bring the noise. Bring the noise for both Brad and I. And
1: let me tell you, we'll be we'll be doing our part over here to be sure absolutely game one probably is a wednesday start so you got a couple of days to to rest those vocal cords and and get exactly lots of tea make sure a little tea and honey or whatever
2: that'll keep things nice and supple for when you really have to bring it right so uh, i'm not i'm I'm not a medic but grandma says that tea and honey fixes everything so there you go uh brad great great episode um And if you want to, if you want to find us, if you want to ask us questions, if you want to be part of the show,
1: where do they go? Uh, You can email us stormseller97 at gmail. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stormseller97. Find us on Twitter at stormseller97. There's, there's a, there's a theme. There is There's a, theme. a theme. Yeah. 100% tr.ee slash storm seller 97 gives you all of those things. Plus links to the blog and the podcast on Spotify and Apple music or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: And if you want to take issue with my personal stance, what I've just said, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. You can bring it to me at, at judge Wapner 10. That's where you'll find me mm-hmm. on, uh, on Twitter and, uh, you know, be respectful. If you want to bring it at me, you know that's fine. We'll be respectful. We'll talk it out like uh, adults. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great series. It has been an amazing playoffs. There's nothing quite like NHL playoffs. The Lord Stanley's Cup, the hardest trophy to win, bar none. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing why. Like everyone wants more game sevens. Bring it we've got three coming up that are going to be outstanding and neither of us have skin in the game
1: really no there's there's gonna be some great hockey played. there's there's some really good teams this year that are vying for things so
2: it's
1: gonna be great really um what else is there
2: to say go canes go canes
1: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Ray and I greatly appreciate your support in helping us produce an informative and fun podcast. As always, we'd like to say that we believe hockey is for everyone. Whether you're a Kaniac or a bunch of jerks, doesn't matter, as we're just a couple of jerks anyway. We would love to hear your questions, comments, and suggestions. We will do our best to answer anything hockey-related. You can reach us by email at stormseller97 at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at stormseller97. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash stormseller97.